We'll go ahead and get started. So everybody close your eyes and bow your head. Uh, Lord, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for this moment. Uh, we thank you for allowing us to be able to come together and be able to study your word and understand more your word, Lord, and, and be able to just get closer to you by, uh, by abiding in your presence. God, I pray that you send the Holy Spirit to all of us, Lord, and uh, open our minds, our hearts, uh, our spirits, Lord, and just uh, fill us more, fill us up for more of you and your spirit, God. I pray that you uh, reveal to us what we need to see and just continue to talk to us and uh, guide our paths, God. Uh, we love you. We thank you. This I ask and pray all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. So, um, like I said uh, earlier, so this one, uh, what we're doing today is uh, kind of like a, 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 a series, quote unquote, that I made uh, talking about spiritual junk food. And it's just a kind of like a play on how you sign up for a personal trainer program like you know you're trying to uh become healthier you're trying to uh you know deal with health and wellness when it comes to your body and so it's the same thing when it comes to our spirit and our mind that it's a, it's a program you know and that's basically becoming a christian is enlisting yourself in that program in a sense it's a free program and god's our personal trainer so that's like the, the play on it um and so i have uh i'm gonna read this and then we'll we'll get into uh, the first couple of scriptures. Uh, so bear with me. All right. And so when I say now that we know how, how we are to live, we talked about the Christian walk, you know, we talked about living sacrifices, went over first uh, Corinthians 10. Those are just certain uh, aspects of how we're supposed to live as Christians. So now that we know how we are to live, we have to continually renew ourselves. What I mean is we have to continually intake healthy, quote unquote, food for our spirit to continue to grow with. Physically, we are supposed to intake food that will sustain your body and keep it healthy and strong. If you want to lose weight or if you have a certain sickness, you are to eat a certain way to truly get the healthy results you want. It takes certain dedication and sacrifice and ultimately the will. We know we, we were supposed to eat and sometimes it gets hard to keep it up. Though, uh, hard, sometimes it's hard to keep it up though and they'll show an effect. Personally, I believe these results don't come because we try to jump right into like a diet or a routine that we built with no foundation. Uh, so after it gets quote unquote old, we cave. It was rushed and we wasn't prepared. The idea is to make a lifestyle change, not only to receive the results, but to sustain them as well without the process of uh, seeming forced or a chore. You know how they say it takes 21 days to form a habit. It's a process. You could change certain items in your diet continually until you just don't eat those sweets or any more of those chips. Uh, yeah, maybe once or twice a month, but you really don't even enjoy it because you trained your brain to know it isn't good for you. What if I told you that this process is lo of losing weight and staying healthy, such as dieting or working out, it's the same process for your mind and spirit. God is our personal trainer. The Bible is the workout plan that he gives us. So the first part of the workout plan was the summary, uh, the Christian walk and the living sacrifice. Now that we know uh, we have to change our spiritual diet, but don't just jump into it. We want to make this a lifestyle change. God motivates us through this. He reminds us what our spirit needs to eat. And what it doesn't, no spiritual junk food. All right, so that was like the little intro, basically. So uh, the first couple of scriptures is Romans ten nine through seventeen. Uh, anybody want to read that? I got it. 
Because if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority, and majesty as God, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in his justification, that is being made righteous, being freed of the guilt of sin and made acceptable to God, and with the mouth he acknowledges and confesses his faith openly, resulting in and confirming his salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes in him, whoever adheres to, trusts in, and relies on him will not be disappointed in his expectations. For there is no distinction between Jew and Gentile, for the same Lord is Lord over all of us, and he is abounding in riches, blessings for all who call on him in faith and prayer. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord in prayer will be saved. But how will people call on him in whom they have not believed? And how will they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? And how will they preach unless they are commissioned and sent for that purpose? Just as it is written and forever remains written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news and good things. But they did not all pay attention to the good news of salvation. For Isaiah said, Lord, who have believed our report? So faith comes from hearing what is told, and what is heard comes by the preaching of the message concerning Christ. All right, so um, those scriptures, uh, I kind of broke them. I kind of broke them down myself, uh, and then you all, of course, can can say like what kind of spoke out to you in these scriptures. But uh, I kind of call this like if I, if I'm going on off this personal trainer tip, uh, it's like the intro to God's program, uh, and it says that uh, uh, ten through thirteen here. Uh, and this is the Amplified version right here. For with the heart of a person believes in Christ. Were you reading the Amplified version, David, or is that the CSB? That was the Amplified version. Okay, that's why it's like, it, it seemed like, I know you usually read from CSB, so I just reread those couple of scriptures, but yeah, it was the same. With the heart of a person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in his justification, that is, being made righteous, being freed of the guilt of sin and made acceptable to God. And with the mouth, he acknowledges and confesses his faith openly, resulting in and confirming his salvation for the scripture says whoever believes in him whoever adheres to trust and relies on him will not be disappointed in his expectations for there is no distinction between Jew and gentile for the same lord is lord over all of us and he is abounding riches blessings for all who can who all of for all who call on him in faith and prayer for whoever calls on the name of the lord and pray will be saved so it's kind of like that is how you get into the program it's it's uh to get the most out of it you must acknowledge and confess you know it's saying like this as long as you believe in jesus and uh you won't be disappointed you know that's just how you get into the program um and then uh the other part of it is the how would people know about this program if we don't share it you know and it's like uh it's kind of like if you're joining like a i don't know like all right so for example have y'all heard of acorns so, you know, you join Acorns and then, like, invite your friends, up to five friends. You know, if they join, you get $5. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like you get that recommend, recommender bonus. So, it's, it's saying, like, you, we want to recommend the program. We want to give a review of the program. And that's basically the testimony. We want, you know, we want to, God changed my life in this way. I was like this. I joined a program, which is basically I got saved. I, you know, worked through it. And now my life is like this. Like, I'm blessing this way and this way. And you're giving glory to God, but you're blessing others by giving your testimony. And they're going to like they they won't know about it unless we share it. And that's why I said, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. And God gives us good things, and we give that recommended. Our bonus, our recommended bonus, is Him blessing us. Because when we bless others, He blesses us. 
And so uh, the, you know, that's kind of like, you know, that's the commission that Jesus gave us is to, uh, to bring as many people who are lost to him. That's like our, our commission other than being saved. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah. So other than that, it's just verse 17 was a big one. So faith comes from hearing and what is heard comes by uh, the preaching of the message the son of Christ. So I think that's the, the same faith coming from hearing and hearing the word of God. Uh, that's just, it's it just like, it just kind of hits big. Uh, and so that's, that's why uh, I wanted to touch on that because it's more about, it's more than us. So of course we get our relationship, we build our relationship with God, but it's important for us to share that. It's important to testify about it. It's important to be transparent and be open about what God did in our lives. And I know some, and we talked about this too, like how a lot of, especially in our generation, a lot of people kind of shy away from the church because Christians could seem so all high and mighty. It's like, oh, I'm this and I'm that. Or, oh, you doing that? Uh, you know, you going to hell, you know, instead of like, I was, you know, like being open, transparent, like, hey, I was there too. Or like, you know, I was this and now I'm this, you know, I love preachers that talk about the things that like I did this, I was delivered from this, I was delivered from this, I used to do this, you know, it's like uh, God and Jesus delivered me from that. And, and I love like them being open, transparent about their journey and uh, how they build a relationship with God to help release their mind of what used to torment them or what used to oppress them. So that's basically what these scriptures are saying. Did anybody else get anything from it? Unless I, I, I covered everything. Yeah, you basically summed it up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you basically summed it up. Okay. Um, let's see. The next one. What's the next one? Um, the next one is, uh, Mark 2, 16 through 17. I'll go ahead and read it because it's real quick, but it also kind of plays on the, 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 um, it adds to the, the verse about both Gentiles and Jews, which Gentiles is anyone who's not a Jew, basically, uh, is under the same God through Jesus. So we all can be saved through Jesus. And Mark 2, 16 through 17 says, when the scribes belonging to the sect of the Pharisees saw that Jesus was eating, with the sinners, including non-observant Jews and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, why does he eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard this, he said to them, those who are healthy have no need of a physician, but only those who are sick. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners who recognize their sin and humbly seek forgiveness. So again, if we're, if we're kind of like looking at this from the, the play that I'm doing with the, the, the personal training program, most of the time, people that's in that program, they're not people who's already fit. You know what I'm saying? Like, then, and, and though we're always going to be in this program, the, the people that we need to get into the program are those who are not as healthy as us. You know, those who aren't at a high relationship. Like, if we're, if we're mature in the spirit, we want those who have baby faith. We want those who have, a, you know, even like that mustard seed of faith. We want to grow their faith. So in order to grow their faith, they have to be in this program and, just because you get saved, like it doesn't stop there. And a lot of people may think like, oh, I'm saved, I'm going to heaven, I'm good. You know, but that's something that we have to kind of combat ourselves. And sometimes it's not, I know a lot of us sometimes can, I know it was me too, like a lot of us can be like, well, that's the, that's the pastor job. 
thing and nothing to do with like, you know, I'm just here to learn what I need to learn. You know, I grow my relationship, but you know, that's the pastor's job, but we're all called to minister in, in a different way. You know, even if that's just talking to somebody, Hey, you know, Jesus is this. And like, is this, you never know how being open with someone can bless others. You know, like even like, I think last week or a couple of weeks ago, y'all talked about how like just doing this has blessed y'all in different ways. When I thought about doing like a man's Bible study where it gets to be, I didn't think that it would help like y'all in any type of way like that. Like I just thought, well, man, you know, that's something that we can do, especially for men because we don't do that a lot, but it, it's helped y'all in a certain type of way. And so you never know how it can help build somebody's relationship with God. And that's basically, it, it's Jesus doesn't want, but of course, like, if he has us and we're healthy, like, of course, like, we're good. We're, we're in his presence. We're, we're doing God's will. Of course, we, if we're already mature in the spirit, we're, we're going to keep trying to continue to renew our mind. But he wants those who don't even think about that. He wants those who don't even think, I need to renew my mind. I need to, uh, you know, uh, change the way I, you know, change what I eat for my spirit. You know, I need to stop looking at this or I need to stop talking like this. Or, you know, whatever case may be, and just clearing your mind to be able to hear God. So, that's what I got from that. Uh, make sure I'm not skipping nothing. Yeah, that's um, that's power too because I ain't gonna lie. I've been praying. I've been praying and asking God to kind of help me because I recently I stopped smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like a couple months ago. You know, He delivered me from that. But I kind of catch myself at times like, like I be I be around somebody that's been smoking something out, and I'd be like, man, you smoke. Like I just didn't, like I just didn't come from that. Like, like I wasn't just afflicted with that. And, yeah. And the biggest, the biggest thing is, and this, and this is why God is so amazing, man. And His wisdom is just, it's just beyond our just comprehension. Mm-hmm. Is we go through, He allows us to go through this stuff. He allows us to experience these trials and tribulations right. to better relate to other people. Because yep. he already, the plan is already set for us. He already has outlined what he wants in our life and what he wants us to accomplish. So it's just about us going through this stuff, you know, experiencing our downfalls, our ups and downs, and coming around people and bringing them closer to God, showing them like, "Hey, I've been there too." Right. The same thing. I mean, I've been in that mud too. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't sit in that same seat too. So just, you know, I had to. I have to continually remind myself that. I went through what I went through to bring people into Christ. Right. It's to be to be relatable. And right. yeah, that's and it's like if you just say like what you're doing is bad, you're gonna go to hell, you need to stop doing that, they be like, Okay. You know, like, you know, they're not gonna but you know, if if you relate yourself, if you like, you know, I was there too, I suffered from this, this and this, and through God, whatever like whatever your testimony is, it's like they are more inclined to be more interested it's like i know you you know what i'm saying like i remember we used to do this or we used to do this and now like you 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 look different you know your your spirit is different like because we have a new walk you know what i'm saying like you you look different like you look good like what's what's been going on with you you know what i'm saying like they they're they're attracted to it you know it's like right, it's nothing but this you know instead of like like you said like not being too high and mighty it's like oh you know i just you know hey <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just that guy, you know, like, it's not like, hey, no, nah, it's nothing but God, you know, it's nothing but God. So, yeah, exactly. Let's take it a step further, man. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't even just about being so high and mighty. When I'm reading this, 
first of all, the first thing that came through my mind is J. Cole's new song when he like, what's oh, the point yeah. what you are, what the message to those who believe what you believe. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what's the point? Like, how are you bringing more people to Christ if you only hang like if you only around Christ like people like we only around the most devout Christians y'all got a book club y'all ain't y'all ain't you know what I'm saying bringing nobody else to Christ y'all just talking amongst y'all so you got to be willing to share the good news you got to be willing to share God's mercy God's grace you got to be willing to pull other people in because mm-hmm. like like Jesus told the Pharisees why would I why would I sit with y'all y'all already know what's up I'm sitting with these folks who don't know what's up. I ain't better than them, and they need to know just as much as y'all need right. it to know. Uh, with David, well, with this scripture right here, I have two things uh, that stuck out to me. Uh, I do agree with David, what David just said about um, if you only hang around believers that believe in God and got a strong faith, are you really bringing people to Christ? But I say uh, you have to watch out with that because if you're not strong in your faith, and when you get around non-believers, they're they're uh like whatever they got going on gonna rub off on you. You might not be as strong as in your faith to resist that temptation. Mm-hmm. So if you hanging around like non-believers, you might start being a non-believer yourself, or you hanging around number smokers, and you cannot beat that temptation of not smoking. You're going to smoke yourself. So we do have to um, be cautious of, of, like, the people that we hang around. If we're not so strong in our faith, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. me, I could be around, like, like people, and I have, like, a lot of faith in God. So I'm not going and I'm, I'm to do that because I still want them to come to Christ, Christ or whatnot. So I do think you have to, um, have to be cautious of your faith. You have to be cautious of your faith. And I also have Mark 17 when it say that I have to know they are sinners. <laughs> and it, it's crazy. God, like, God, God blows my mind. Like, when I was out in the world, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to find God. Like, right. I didn't find God. Uh, man, when I go to church for what? <laughs> so I didn't find God. God found me. Right. And it's amazing me how like like his mercy, the his mercy that he extends to sinners is like it's unbelievable. Right. Like people that's like doubt and think God counts them. And that's that's not true. So he can bring other believers and other other unbelievers, other sinners to him. In the church, sometimes I look over sinners and not not preaching them, not telling them that like God still loves you, although you dabbling in sin. God can change that and give you a testimony. You can have other people come close to him. So this uh, on seventeen, like God actually calls sinners. Right. Like, wow, yeah, this is both. I think it's like. What what um what everybody's been saying in regards to uh what we gotta we gotta be in the midst of them so they so we can bring them in um a lot of us forget like I know because I've been in church kind of all my life mm-hmm. like I've I've always known who Jesus was to a certain extent, you know what I'm saying so like 
like I, I was, I wasn't really careful. Like, especially in high school, I was very prideful. Like, like you can't like love the love of Christ brings people in, not your self righteousness. And like, mm-hmm. I'll never forget how I'm, I'm ashamed of it now. But like, like back when like like they were before uh gay the gay marriage was a thing, like you know we talked about it in school. You know, like hey, should it be legal or not? X, Y, and Z. And I straight up was just like, no, like I, I went in class, there were at least a few gay people in my class. I made a girl cry. Talking about, yeah, they gonna go to hell. You know, so like, yo, like I, and I was proud of that. And I was just, and like my God, I remember I'm praying, thinking like, there, there's a parable that Jesus said, um, the two men were praying, one was the, uh, one was the priest. And he yeah. was like, oh, thank you. I'm not like this sinner. And the, and the tax collector was like, Lord, please save me. I was I was the priest in that scenario. I'm praying, and I here out of nowhere, you will go to hell just like them. I said, "Oh no!" <laughs> I was like, "Okay, let me, let me." Hell is hot. I like air conditioning. Let's let's go ahead and fix this. So, um, right. and like God worked on me for years with that until finally, I was able to actually witness to somebody that was a homosexual and actually love him, actually love love that person. You know what I'm saying? And so, we can't. We can't um, we can't shy away from people just because of what we think they look like. One, we have to remember where we came from and how right. ugly, hateful, messed up we were. Because the sexual sin ain't the only sin. Uh, sloth, being slothful, being lazy is a sin. Being scary and a coward is a sin. Being hateful and envious is a sin. And we don't look at those internal things, but we want to judge the prostitute that want to change her life but can't because she's trapped or whatever the, whatever that scenario is. Or, right people that's on drugs that like yo they they chemically stuff wrong with them you know what i'm saying like you don't know what's inside people's hearts um in regards to when you were when we were talking about hanging out with people i think there's a difference between hanging with somebody and you know spending time with like like for example there are some family members you go to the family reunion and see them but you ain't gonna talk to them after the family reunion you know what i'm saying like jesus hung out Jesus had more than 12 disciples. He only, and like out of those 12, like he had plenty of people that followed him everywhere he went. Then you had the 12, but then you had the inner circle, which was Peter, James, and John who saw him in transfiguration. Like this was like, for this, like this would be like the inner circle what we're doing right now. Then Mm -hmm. we got out of people and then, because, you know, so like, you know, there's a difference. Like, yo, I wouldn't hang with nobody that I know ain't like, yo, I don't want to be associated with drinking, smoking, uh, you know, and other stuff, because bad, bad, um, bad company corrupts good, uh, good character. You know what I'm saying? But we there, there are times in which we have to let that light shine, and so people will know that there is a light in the first place. Because half the time, the reason why people are where they are in life because they feel like there's no other way. You know what I'm saying? And we have to let them know every now and again, hey, we, hey, there is a way, and the only way we can know, the only way they'll know that you're different is if you're not acting like everyone else. But only for them to know that, you got to be among them sometime. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, there's, there's definitely a balance. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Anybody else got anything? Okay, if not, uh, uh, we can keep on going. Uh, one thing I wanted to point out was, uh, let me make sure I got the right thing. 
Um, so there is, uh, so the, the scriptures I have, Ephesians 4, 2, two oh, well, really 1 through 3, that was really just, uh, I, I had said like that's like the summary of uh, the workout plan for, for it. So I'm just going to read it and then we'll keep on going. Uh, and it says, uh, so I, the prisoner for the Lord, appeal to you to live a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called. That is to live a life that exhibits godly character, moral courage, personal integrity, and, and mature behavior. A life that expresses gratitude to God for your salvation. With all humility, forsaken, self-righteousness, and gentleness, maintaining self-control, with patience, bearing with one another, and unselfish love. Make every effort to keep the oneness of the Spirit in the bond of peace, each individual working together to make the whole successful. So it's, it's basically, I mean, we talked about those with a Christian walk, uh, living sacrifice. Like, we, we kind of discussed all of those, but that's kind of like it wrapped up in a, in a, in a box with a bow on top, it's like, this is how you're supposed to live. And so that's like, if we, this is something that we're just supposed to practice daily, you know, it's something that we have to remind ourselves to do daily because it, you know, we are still human, you know, we're still going to stumble and fall, but the more that we renew our mind and keep this on our mind, the, the more we're pruned, the more that the, those branches that don't produce those fruits fall off. And that's when we become mature in the, in the spirit. And so that, excuse me, at least so like there's, there's benefits that comes from doing a program. Of course, we're saved. Of course, we're, you know, we, we, we get eternal life, uh, no more pain, no more tears and all that. But um, while we're on this earth, you know, we, there are certain benefits, you know, like you want to inherit the whole kingdom. You want plan A that God has for you. You don't want, you know, the plan B or C or Z, like David said. Uh, you want to inherit the whole kingdom that God has for you because he's still wants you to be happy, you still wants to be blessed while you're here on this earth. Um, but of course, living this life, you still, you get eternal life as well. And so there's a couple of scriptures that I, uh, that I highlight, and there's a lot of them in here that, that talks about it. But let me, uh, and they're just like one, so I'm gonna pull it up real quick. Uh, uh, the first one is, and you, and everybody's probably heard this a lot, uh, Proverbs 24, 16, for a righteous man falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in time of disaster and collapse. And so if you're not constantly renewing your mind, if you're not constantly building your relationship with God, which is like doing this program, you, if you stumble and fall, you're going to be down there for a little bit. You know, you're, you're, going, you're going to be like, dang, I can't believe this happened. Like you're going to be anxious, you're going to be worried, but the more that you work on your faith and the more that you work in a relationship with God, the easier it's going to get to get back up. Like, you know what, God got me. But like, I'm not even gonna worry about this. I got faith. Like, I'm just gonna keep moving forward. I'm gonna keep working towards it. And, you know, God's gonna align my spirit with it. And it's like, you won't know to think like that until you constantly renew your mind. You won't even know to feel like that until you constantly just work on it, you know? Uh, so the other one is uh, Proverbs 19, eight. Uh, he who gains wisdom and good sense loves or preserves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will find good and prosper. And so that's the same thing. You, you know, you're gaining, uh, you're gaining wisdom and you kind of, you're in a sense like loving yourself and that, that expands to others. Uh, you're getting the understanding, you know, you're finding good, you're prospering. Like it's just basically you're inheriting the whole kingdom. Like you're, you're gaining that wisdom. You're just, you're really just building yourself up. And that's like kind of like the benefits of doing that program. 
uh, I don't know that anybody else had any like scriptures that they know of that they kind of like, I know this is what I'm striving for, or this is like, this is the one for me. Like, this is what really got me to, to continue to build my relationship with God. Just off the top of y'all head, if y'all, if y'all do have one. Let me jump in real quick. These, yeah. these two proverbs are in right in line with like everything I've been fasting and praying for. Mm-hmm. And what I like about Proverbs 19 and 8 specifically, to acquire wisdom is to love yourself. But people who cherish understanding will prosper. I, I like that it didn't just stop at to have wisdom, right? I like right. that it didn't just stop at like to be smart is good. You will prosper just because you're smart. But you like people who cherish understanding, understanding. Right. And I think in the context of Proverbs, when you think of how these are wise teachings passed down by Solomon to, you know, help you live your life, then you you think like, I gotta have that understanding. I can't just be smart. I, I can't just hear you say a bunch of smart stuff. I gotta understand what you're saying too. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be able to prosper. Then like you said, I'll be able to inherit the kingdom. And I think a lot of us coming up in church, I, I dealt with this with my baby brother last week actually he was like asking questions about the Bible and I, I was just like, I can't even feasibly think of a way to describe what what's happening in a way that you would understand it right now. Like you wouldn't understand, you will hear it, but right. you wouldn't understand it. And like Larche said, we, a lot of us have been raised in the church. I've been raised in the church. Like I always knew God. Right, like, I, didn't, I didn't understand God. I didn't understand the Bible. I didn't understand what it meant to have a relationship until right now. And so as right now I'm coming to this understanding, now my life is changing in a way where I feel like, like you said right here, I'm able to prosper a little bit. Just right. a little bit. Building into it. Anybody else? Well, one of uh, one of the scriptures that really just defined for me how great and how awesome God was is um, Romans 838, 8, Romans 8, 38 to 39. And I read a lot from the King, King James Version. So yes. I'm going to read this. Uh, and it says, For I am persuaded that, ne- that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And man, that just... That's powerful. That's so, man. And every time I read it, just it's something just arouses in me because it just just defines how how much he loves us. It's beyond the love of a mother. It's beyond Mm -hmm. the love of a father. It's just an insurmountable love. Because I mean, I've been I've been raised in the church myself. I've I've always like like you said, David. I've always known who God was. I've always had a notion. Right. Oh, God was. He sits high and looks low. Like he's my, he's my everything. I always knew that, but the understanding of who he was is what changed my faith. Because in Proverbs it says, "Wisdom is principle." So in all that getting, get understanding. So you have to. That understanding will change your whole narrative of things. So once I understood who God was and how powerful it was, in in spite of whatever I do. Mm-hmm. whatever I do whatever I, I go through whatever I may feel on a day to day he still loves me and 
with this new covenant and with this new profound rule that we have, we can come to him. Right. Because of Jesus, we can come to him. It used to be, you know, y'all know he had to slay a goat. Right, he had to do a lot to do this. A lot. It was a lot yeah. every <laughs> yeah. Lord, if that's the case, right. I don't know what to do. Take me <laughs> now, Lord. <laughs> Take me right, now, I'm Lord. done. <laughs> right. <laughs> My blemishes out, man. Now look, yeah. <laughs> sacrifice my yeah. son. Oh, hey, I'm like, what? Like, who? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's why, and, and that's why the love that he has just supersedes all because he knew that. Okay, I have to revise some things for this new age of people that I'm creating. Yeah. Yeah. I have to, I have to open the door for them. Mm-hmm. Because it's like people are these days. Like my nieces and my nieces and nephew, they different. They're, they're totally different. They operate different. They feel yeah. different. So he he opened that door for us to just openly come to him, scars and all, and he he just accepted us the same. So that scripture right, right there, and, and my whole new transformation that has been my go-to right there. Yeah, that's that's good. my go-to. Well, I got a lot of favorite scriptures, but uh, like when I'm feeling down. And I'm just feeling like, dang, man, like the devil is at me. This scripture right here, man, always get me, it, it always get me back on point. I don't care, like, if my mind weak, my body weak, it always get me back on point. It's uh Psalms 37, it's Psalm 73, 26. It say, my mind and my body may grow weak, but God is my strength. He is all I ever need. Man, when I recite that, when I recite that, that verse, like, Although my mind is weak and my body might grow weak, like, like God is my strength. And when you got God, like you don't need anything else, need anybody else, man. That scripture right there always get me back on my feet. I'm saying all like, like peace in that scripture right there, like it exceeds my understanding. Like it, it's crazy. Like God is saying, like your mind can grow weak, your body may grow weak. But, like, God is your strength. Like, your mind might tell you to do something. Your mind might get you to be depressed. Your body mm-hmm. might get you to feel like you don't even want to get out of bed. Right. But at the same time, God is my strength. Man, like, man, this, this scripture blows my mind. Like, man. Yeah, that's a good one. Good one, bro. We you kinda, you like yeah, it. you kind of low, Larche. Are you on your are you on your your phone, Bluetooth, or are you just on your phone? No. That's there you go. I bet. But no, um the the scripture that comes to mind whenever like I need to recalibrate or I'm in the heat of battle mm-hmm. in my head is Romans chapter six, verse one. Shall we sin that grace may abound <laughs> by no means? <laughs> oh, boy. That's, that's you. I mean, no harm. Like you, you no, know. Yeah, that's true though. Yeah, like it, you know, like Ooh, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, bro, you hit you hit home with that one, boy. I, Cause I've been struggling. So like, um, <laughs> but yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that's really that's really a boy. Like each time I'm like, yo, I I think I should risk it all today. 
yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. And like, and what usually happens, you know, because a lot of times we, um, we like, I, okay, let's, I ain't say we, I'm gonna say me. You know, you like, I like to ignore, like, because you, you're, when you ain't read the Bible that day, when you haven't mm-hmm. meditated that day, or a few days, and you know, the devil just cracked you up just a little bit, just, you know, sneaking in until finally you have the opportunity to do mm-hmm. what you want to do, whether it be some sexual, whether it be you lying at work, whether you just ain't going to do right, whatever the case may be. And like one, well, the one thing that happened, you, 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 y'all hear gospel, y'all hear like gospel songs in your head right before you about to sing. Y'all hear that too? Bro, that stuff is crazy. Yep. You like, yo, why am I saying that three years ago? What? Why am I saying this eyes on the sparrow? Stop it. I'm trying to sing. Right. You know, I'm trying to sing. But like, what what comes to mind, yeah, shall we sin? Like, really? Really? Mm-hmm. Today? You gonna do this today? We just, we just prayed. We just, you, come on, man. You better. You better. And, and sometimes, depending on who was in my life, like, I literally, I've heard, it was either a dream or a daydream, but I've heard Carlton's voice. Bruh, come on, Uh-oh. man. I've heard, like, I've, I've heard Carlton. No, nah, man. You better than this. <laughs> Don't disappoint us. <laughs> oh boy, bro, me, like, me, too. You know <laughs> me too. You right, Carlton. <laughs> you right, Carlton. I got you. I got you. Um, but yeah, yeah. Romans chapter six. I, verse I be there. <laughs> Romans chapter six, verse one, gets me every time. Like, do I? And like again, like um, I forgot where it is, but like not grieving the Holy Spirit and recognizing that the Holy Spirit in everything that we do sees us your angel your guardian angel is with you when you sin and when you think about that it's like bro god is watching me right now and still one still loves me yeah like that's that's crazy that's like what like i'm clearly doing wrong on purpose and god still why would i not please a god like that and you know thinking about that grace and mercy as uh, as you were saying, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Yeah, but yeah, Romans chapter six, verse one. You just need a slap to the face. Yeah, bro. It's crazy how you said. Like this gonna be because I I think I read before, but like since you just said that, like it really just hit me. Like um, like because I, I always be telling myself, I was like, man, do I really want to abuse God's grace and abuse right. God's mercy? Like mm. why? Like. When I be conscious before I sin, I be like, you know, every time you sin, you putting Jesus back on the cross. Like, why would I want to give Jesus that much that much hurt if I love Him so much? So now I got a new I got a new scripture to refer to that Romans six. Like, yeah, why I, do I want to abuse God like God's grace and mercy when I don't have to? Right. Yeah, so I, yeah, that's a good one, man. Yeah, I'm adding that to the to the list. Um, it's, it's, it, like it's there, but you, are, I've I've seen it, but like you pointed out, just really how it like, hit different, right? It's <laughs> crazy, bro. Yeah, I, I got dope. Yeah, uh, I would say for me, uh, especially like with my new like, uh, and and one of the things that was pointed out, I think Deanna was talking about is like being careful, like being around certain people, especially like if you're like kind of just now trying to build your relationship with God, it's, you know, 
yeah, I feel like there's certain seasons that we go through where we have to separate ourselves. And then when we come back, we, you know, we, we're a little bit stronger. And so but for me, one of the scriptures that like that really highlighted during my season is Ephesians uh, 4, 22 to 23. And I memorized the Amplified version. So it, it says, strip yourselves of your former nature, put off the scar your old or renewed selves, which uh, characterize your previous manner of life, which becomes corrupt through lust and desires that spring from delusion and be constantly renewed in spirit and mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. And it's like, wow. It's like my whole life right there. You just read it. Okay. <laughs> it's like, you just read it. Like I have to continually strip myself of my old, I'm a new self that becomes corrupt through lust and desires that spring from delusion. Where I'm getting these desires from, it's not from God. <laughs> you know, it, it's all delusion. It's like, Memorize yeah. that thing too. Like, yeah, like that, that's one, like that one in Romans 12 too. Do not be conformed to this world, but be renewed by the spirit of your mind, or be transformed by the spirit of your mind. Uh, that by testing you may discern what is the perfect, what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Those two, it, it's just like, those hit because it's like, with me, it's like I have to, me, it's like capturing my thoughts, it's controlling my mind. Because it's worth like, when you control your mind, you know, everything else follows. Like, you know, your body follows when you control your mind. So that's like, those two hit me every time. So when I am, you know, down or when I am like my faith, you know, my faith is fading or whatever it may be, I, I kind of go back to those. Like, those are my main two that I go back to. I have a couple others of those, like, those are my top. May, if I may. Uh, I have one more. I just want to read it. Uh, it's I'm gonna I'm be real quick. Mm-hmm. One, but one, but before I read it though, <laughs> disclaimer. Um, uh, one thing I found in regards to uh, when I'm when I'm there and I'm battling in my mind, usually the scriptures that talk about God's love, like I know, like usually I need a slap to the face because like that's how Jesus deal with me. But like you know, but like usually the, the scriptures that um, deal about His love. Would really bring me back because usually like we try to and that's another thing like you know when we were talking about earlier as far as talking to people you're like you're going to hell blah 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 like god's god's judgment doesn't you like god's judgment doesn't bring people in it may bring people that's sinning that know jesus and they should they, they should do right that will probably like okay you know what you're right but to bring someone back to from that don't know jesus you need to bring in with love. So love for me is like the ultimate thing. Like, yo, if you, that's what usually works for me. That's where I usually would meditate on. But Hebrews chapter 10, 26 to 31. Uh, I'm going to just read 26 to 27. Then like, I'm going to skip down to 31. Um, it says, for if we deliberately go on sinning after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of the fire about to consume the adversaries. Verse 31, skip down, says, for we know one, we know the one who says vengeance belongs to me. I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a terrifying thing. Is a, is a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Yeah, after I read that, I'm like, yeah, yeah. You get scared. You be like, that. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you really be scared. You be like, Ooh. like, and, and I was like, yo, like after, like, yo, I know Jesus. Mm-hmm. I know Jesus. I know what salvation feels like. I've caught the Holy Ghost. I, I've done all of that. I've been to the conferences. And you mean it to I still? 
you, yeah. you, 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 it literally, the Bible tells us that we, we would be better off just not knowing Jesus at all. Right. Than to deliberately sin after knowing, knowing. who Christ is. And I was just like, and like, it's, it's crazy because, well, no, it's not crazy because the Holy Spirit is real. I can't tell you how many times I've been to that scripture, scripture randomly, just, you know, just like, hey, you know, just, you know, deliberately sinning, doing what I do. And then like, oh, snap, hellfire, hot, hot daddy, hot. Okay, okay, I got you. Okay, <laughs> Yeah. And so yeah, that's that's one that like God brings me to, you know, to recalibrate me or to bring me, you know, sometimes God will warn us before we even get that far. You know what I'm saying? Before we even know that there is a snare in the head. But yeah, that's that's one too that I just want to add in. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good one. I, I you know, I I've I know that one. Not a heart, but I know that one, but I it's good that you brought that back up. I need to I need to add that one too. Ooh, that here, yeah, that that's scary, right there. Right. And, and I'm telling you, it's um, it's crazy you say that because what I really want to highlight is the is the responsibility we have in knowing God. Mm-hmm. You know, we we have a specific duty to know because He, for God to make Himself known to us and for for Him to specifically show us His love is a responsibility in and of itself. We have. For our people, you know, because um, I, I used to have this big thing like, okay, I'm going through this, and I see this person over here that they ain't went through, they don't like they went through nothing, you know. I, right. I'm sitting over here in this position, and you know, God, why me? Why must I go through this, and why must I feel tormented and chasing and all that? But it's the it's, it's for a reason. It's because he's he has he has a work for us, and we have a responsibility to perform this. How knowing God. So God, we just come to you, oh Father God, giving you glory and honor and praise, God, worshiping your name, God. We just thank you for who you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, we just come to you and we want to thank you for the, the things you've done, God, the things you want to do, God, the ways you want to make, God. We thank you for being sovereign, mighty, merciful, awesome, ever, ever knowing, God, all knowing, God, omnipotent, omnipresent. Lord, you're everything, you're everywhere. And Lord, we thank you for your presence. Thank you for this community among our brothers, Lord. We just ask that you continue to live in us, manifest yourself in us, God. And as we seek your word, God, as we seek your face and we continue to study and try to grow in you, God, we ask for that wisdom. We ask for that understanding that you so desperately preaching your word. We ask that you allow your word to just reside in us, live in us. Wherever we go, no matter what we encounter, who we may encounter, God, we ask you to guide our tongue. And God, just bless us with the words to say, God, and just Bless our lives, God. Bless our families. Bless our loved ones. Stay with us, God, and, and don't ever let us go, Lord. Your love is everlasting. Your love is always, and we just thank you, Lord, and we just want to rest in your presence, God, and we just ask you just heal, deliver, and set free. We see that you're doing a new thing in the land, God, and we just ask that anyone suffering from any disease, any health deprivation, God, any mental illness or anything, uh, we just ask for your healing. We ask for your love, your care, and your kindness over all of us, God, and we just thank you, and we lift you high, and we bless your name, and all things we ask in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you for watching Genuine Uplift. Please take the time to check out our other videos as well. We have podcasts 
available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other platforms. We have messages for the Bible studies that are already uploaded on YouTube with different playlists. And we also have a men's Bible study that is uploaded on our Genuine Uplift Facebook page. Please take the time to check out the videos, like, share, um, listen to the podcast if you have the time. Thank you for watching again.